Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minutes, the daily podcast in which we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also find me on social media at No Clutch Nate. And I'm Rory M. Spence. You can find me at Hangover Reviews and at Dog Care Network. Cool. And today on Dawn of Justice, we're talking about minute 145, which is going to start with. Um, the GCPD rescuing good old Martha Kent from the warehouse. They're picking her up. They're not rescuing her. She's not in any more danger. It's still a dangerous area. It's fire. <laughs> it is fire. It is fire. It's um, dangerous. Yeah. I mean, if you're in the Gotham port, it's automatically a dangerous area, right? I guess. Um and uh yeah, the minute's gonna end with uh Doomsday uh, exerting a large amount of energy from his body, which destroys a lot about Metropolis. And uh, I think that's probably the most casual way I could say that. Yeah. Um, we'll have to get into why he does that before we do that. Uh, no numbers on the vehicles, except for the one I said in yesterday's minute. So uh, that's about all I can say for that. Um, oh, quick note, we're on 145. Man of Steel is only 143 minutes, so we're... We're over it. We're over it. Oh. We're over it, Nate. I'm over it. <laughs> I'm over it. I've been over I'll it. I'll never be over that movie. That movie's good. Anyways, um, yeah, there's no number for GCPD uh, cops, so I can't really pull any more information out of that. Uh, but we do get the cool sound effect of that Batwing again mm-hmm. as it floats by like an alien spacecraft. Why um, is she out of breath? Did she like have to run downstairs to get to the ground level? Did she jump out of the Batwing? She's was out of uh, breath because of the the flame of the flamethrower. Remember? Yeah, but like that happened a, a few minutes ago. Like she's gotten the chance to catch it and everything. I don't know. Smoke man. in our lungs. Yeah, he knows. Maybe Rory's been through a fire, right? <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know. Yeah, most days. Knows. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> working in the coal mine. <laughs> Um, well, not many have fires in coal mines. That's step one error there. <laughs> can't this mess is that like up rule number you. one. Like, please don't mess that up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take it out of the mine first. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I mean, if I was strapped to a chair for hours and I had a guy pointing a flamethrowers at me, and uh, Batman had to come rescue me by beating up two dozen people, and there were grenades involved. I think I'd be out of breath too. So adrenaline, yeah. you'd just be kind of pumped. Yeah, yeah. You're also the the mother of a uh, of an alien superhero. <laughs> it's hard work. It's a lot of hard work. I would be out of breath. Um, and I think maybe Diane Lane just took all that and she was like, "What would it be like to be in this situation right now? Distressed." Um, but you have time to wave and smile at this this superhero as he flies by, though. Yeah. You think he saw the wave? I think he was like, yeah, that's what it's all about. <laughs> that that that's would be I, a very Batman thing. That's what I live for is that wave. It's okay. I get no thanks here. Mm-hmm. I get no respect. Yeah. <laughs> I, was waiting. I was waiting for a Dangerfield quote. Oh, man. I do love... What, what, Rory, what are your thoughts on the good old space spaceship uh bat wing we got here yeah i like it it's a good look it's, it's a, a good look it's a nice i mean yeah it looks like bat that's that's what you want from it isn't it so 
Yeah, it's it's very that compared to a lot of like the the Nolan stuff that we'd seen before. It is more comic booky, but not mm-hmm. too comic booky. Yeah. Um, some of the thing is like a good comic book reference is you know after we see that we cut over to the uh, this Turkish Turkish airline yeah. uh, plane and um, yeah that's obviously ad advertisement it was used in their marketing and everything but the outfit that um, Diana Prince has I believe we've seen this in comic books before with uh, Wonder Woman sporting like yeah. it's like one Wonder Woman six hundred they had that in Justice One. Um, and it's kind of like her kind of like rock and roll, like leather jacket kind of she, look. Oddly enough, in the comic book arc entitled Odyssey, she wore a leather jacket. Odyssey, that was Morrison's run, I think, uh, no. a while ago. Was it Morrison? No. I think it was Morrison. Oh, oh, uh, oh, um, it was, yeah, Straczynski? that's, yeah, 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 it was Straczynski. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, Odyssey. Greco-Roman, yep. Greek gods, monsters, <laughs> we're doing it. it Didn't Brian Azzarello like, throw her in some leather? Yeah. She goes to a concert in the New 52 run, and Strife is there, but she's mm-hmm. like, Wonder Woman is like dressed in like a leather jacket. And it's so like cool. biker bar kind of thing. Yeah, biker bar. Like, And uh, yeah, so something about Wonder Woman wearing a leather jacket. Actually, in the 90s, in Wonder Woman, like her... One of her, like, for a good bit, like, that was the Wonder Woman design, where she was actually always in a leather jacket. It was, like, very 90s Wonder Woman. Um, you ever see, like, those those pictographs that are, like, this is what Batman looked like throughout, like, in the 10s and the 20s and the 30s. Yeah. And, like, yeah. well, obviously it wasn't in the 10s, but, like, like, throughout the decades, they show what that character looked like and as they transformed. There's one for Wonder Woman. Hang on, I've got and, like, him. Well, Wonder Woman, 75 years of book, almost within arm's reach. If I just lean away from the mic for a second, I'll have a flick through it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the, just, there, there is a time with, with Diana, you know, with this, with a leather jacket, and it, and it makes so much sense. Her fingernails are painted black. Like, this, maybe Diana was going to a concert, you know? She had time to paint her nails. She has gold rings. Like, she's, uh... Just Gal Gadot, Diana Prince, Wonder Woman—they they know their fashion. Learning and and take notes, guys. Hey, there this you go. This is how it is. I've just flicked through and found some very nineties nineties leather jackets here. Yeah, you it's see, a whole right? leather. It it's, a, it's a leather. Maybe it's not a leather jacket. She's got like a looks like leather shorts and a leather bra with a grey jacket or blue, greyish blue. Like a denim. Uh, it's hard to tell. Maybe denim. It's got the yellow sort of piping on it with a W. Take some photos of it and uh, post in the in the group. Yeah, well, I remember they Twitter. they went to go change it up when um when Donna Troy came about because she was all black clad and and mm-hmm. cool punk I guess style and then they tried to make Wonder Woman a little bit after it. I think this was when she wasn't technically Wonder Woman because I can see is it Artemis took over from her and she's wearing the, under, the Wonder Woman outfit so I think she maybe wasn't Wonder Woman at the time of that picture I just took well it's in the Wonder Woman 75 book so it counts <laughs> yeah. you be the judge <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so yeah, she's uh, looking at, oh, this is where we get the information. We didn't get it before, like I misspoke. Um, but yeah, Anderson Cooper says, thankfully the, the you know, like the nine to five shifts are over. The the t- the area the downtown has, area. Yeah, it's been evacuated, so obviously won't be seeing people die very much. Um, just one person really, and uh, yeah, it's we saw the, the the building get hit earlier. So now putting that in perspe- perspective, it makes people think, oh, people are gonna start dying again. But then Anderson Cooper's like, actually, the area's been evacuated or. Not evacuated, but like there's just no one in the business area anymore. Um, but yeah, I can't imagine what it's like to be boarding a plane, but then see a monster on television. Like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Diana will will get off the plane because she's Wonder Woman, and she, you know that's how this movie goes. But if I was boarding a plane, and there was a monster there, and you're stuck I don't on the know. Yeah, because you've seen Cloverfield, right? Oh yeah. When people were trying to get off that bridge, yeah, and then it's on the bridge. Like, hey, no, no thanks, man. Uh, I think I'll, I'll just, uh, again, go into the subway system. They went to the subway system, and then they got eaten and exploded. <sighs> that's true. You stay in your building. That's plane is, looks like it's, it's leaving Metropolis, though, isn't it? So, Just don't live there. You might be wanting to get out of Metropolis as fast as possible. And if you're on a plane already, that's a good start. You don't think they would, like, ground all, yeah, probably. like, air traffic, <laughs> right? They would. Yeah. Like. Especially a lot of helicopters flying about, military helicopters. You, yeah. Yeah. You probably couldn't take a plane off. Is she in Metropolis or is she in Gotham? Either way, they're right next to each other, isn't it? So. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> oh, that would be terrible if he, like, instead of, like, busting through a helicopter, you busted through, like, an Airbus in the sky. Damn, that's some Final Destination stuff. I was going to say they probably shouldn't both have airports, but we know they do because of something I looked up again for this when I saw the Turkish Airlines uh, Yeah, plane. was the, the ads for, the Super Bowl ads for Turkish Airlines. Yeah, yeah with I, I re-watched uh, Bruce them. Wayne. Uh, yeah, they're good. Yeah, they are I, good. I actually really like I, them. Yeah. I love in-universe kind of advertisements yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. That's, that's good marketing. Yeah. I think there was like a Lex Luthor. There was, yeah, I can't that remember. was the Metropolis one. Yeah, I watched them both. Yeah, he's just done it at the end, though. He's not really. He's not doing as much as Bruce Wayne is for the Gotham one. Mm-hmm. He's just yeah. sitting on the plane at the end, squeezing like a little stress ball thing, and says, "We're looking forward to welcoming you" or something like. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do like it, um, and I definitely like the the outfit, the wardrobe design for Diana Prince. Yeah. Um, it's something I, I'm, that you now start to notice the more you watch this film post Wonder Woman yeah. and post Justice League is Gal Gadot's performance is very serious. Um, it's it's without the naivety that we saw in Wonder Woman, um, which worked for Wonder Woman. Um, it just becomes questionable in Justice League when she still has that kind of niceness about her and like motherly or loving charm about her um because it's justly comes after this film which is weird because in this film she she's very serious everything she she does or when she talks to bruce wayne or when she will see her later in this film being wonder woman like this woman is uh is hardcore um and that's something that i've 
I now start to notice more and more the, the more I watch this. It's just how this is supposed to be a veteran Wonder Woman, a, you know, like the Batman was 20 years year old Batman. This is like 100 years Wonder Woman. And so very rocks, rock, like, you know, you know, just hardcore Wonder Woman. And like- it's weird seeing it go from that to Justice League Wonder Woman, which tried to be pre-Dawn of Justice Wonder Woman. It's mm-hmm. very odd. I like in this that she clearly, and that's clearer after watching Wonder Woman as well, I think that she is having a moment of doubt here. I don't think she knows whether she's going or not yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It definitely has to bring back, like, those memories, you know. Like, I mean, just seeing the photograph again yeah. after 100 years would would remind you of all that again. And then seeing this monster, it's like, this is a job for Wonder Woman. Like, it, it just is. Like, you have to cut the crap basically of like trying to avoid interfering with anything like gods normally do and like you know you have to step in yeah there is actually looking at Gal Gadot's uh, Gal Gadot's performance here that she is having a moment though where she's reluctant she she doesn't want to but she knows she's she's got to yeah Absolutely. Why didn't she have this feeling in like the Battle of Metropolis before when it was two Kryptonian, you know, these same two Kryptonians just prime Kryptonian fighting? Was oh. she just like, oh, yeah, whatever, they're aliens. Do you know where I think she was? She might have been miles away. I mean, like, did she not? Uh, yeah, I guess if she was like in Greece or France or whatever, yeah. um, maybe she wouldn't have actually particularly known, right? She wouldn't know. She might not have been able to get there. Yeah, it's like you'd have to go to Metropolis to stop General Zod, but then it's already over by the time you get there because someone else showed up, right? That yeah, wasn't a long fight. Was the it? battle? Yeah, no, no, it, it was wasn't really. A few hours, I guess. And you know, it would it gave everyone pause because the Black Zero event was the introduction to the Superman. So it was a big event that people just had to watch happen and unfold in front of them. So even for Wonder Woman, it was just kind of like, ooh, what is going on here? Like, I don't know. I feel like you can't step in to that. The only person who does is obviously Batman because it's like a next-door neighbor type situation, and he's Batman. He's going to go there because... Sometimes Batman doesn't really think things out. Yeah. Obviously. So he just like jumps in there and tries to be the hero. Um, so, Maybe she did have that moment of reluctance, but then decided to dull her way. Mm hmm. Then it wasn't yeah. until she like saw the photograph again that she realized that she had to do something. Yeah. By the time the news reaches you, you're probably like. Yeah, there's just not not enough time to actually show up there. Yeah. Um But uh so we'll see what we'll see what Diana chooses to do in in next week, but um we're cutting back over to to Doomsday over here who is over at the LexCorp tower. The Apache helicopters have arrived on the scene and are circling the monster and they just they just go into it they just start unleashing you can see gotham in the in the background that's kind of cool mm-hmm. but yeah they just they just open fire on this guy 
and um those helicopters are terrifying like in real life oh apache helicopters yeah like straight up gunships gunships. yeah (laughs) they literally are and they just demolished this building um the cgi again is incredible because um we don't notice that the apache helicopters are cgi you know us as the audience we just believe it the only thing we ever question is the actual monster and we you know we people in the audience tend to say like oh it's like it turned into like the cgi mess towards the end and it's like yeah but you're talking about the monster but you your eyes don't believe the the rubble the falling yeah, debris the, the helicopters fire. like you choose to to focus on one bit but like if you're fooled into thinking that the rest is not CGI, then like it works, then it's, it has succeeded in its job. And, you know, obviously we, there's no such thing as a doomsday in real life. So it's easy for you to say that CGI, but like, if you like just the ho- helicopters and all that, like all that CGI too. And it like, it's so well done that you don't, your mind doesn't process, Hey, that's fake. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the beauty of CGI and, um, yeah, he, he gets attacked and like the tower just falls apart. And of course the one letter that he has to pull out of the LexCorp thing is the giant X. Yeah. And he just, again, that Greco Roman toss thing that yeah. you were saying, he does it. He just, I think he was lucky it was the X. That's a good one to use. If it was the E, it wouldn't have worked as well. Yeah. Yeah. He got like that rotor like yeah. toss. It's got uh, equal weight distribution, so you know it's good for spinning. That you think that's motion capture, Nate? Him spinning that thing? Yeah, this toss. Maybe it's a dude in a mocap suit with like a giant green X, like a, something foam, and he just like tosses it. That's probably how that works, right? Maybe. I would assume so. Look at the limping as he tries to unheave the like dislodges it from the rubble yeah and then just with the full strength of his back just throws it like that's good it's, i think yeah maybe doomsday is mo-capped and maybe that maybe that's why it works so well was anybody credited for it i don't know if it's not andy circus are they really credited <laughs> yeah that's a that's, that's a, a shame, weird thing right? people don't get credited for mocap if they're not andy circus which he's great he's phenomenal but like Maybe someone else wants to be the next Andy Serkis. Um, here's my big question, though. So Doomsday, he's getting attacked by all these Apache helicopters. He looks great and everything. Throwing the X, he blows up an Apache helicopter. Big old King Kong reference. But uh, he starts getting attacked by Apache helicopters, and he kind of has like this E.T. moment, <laughs> and his chest is glowing and all kinds of stuff. And uh, he can't take it anymore. He's, like, overloaded with, like, this energy. And uh, unleashes, like, this explosion, this shockwave from his body that, like, destroys a good part of this building. Um, But the minute cuts out there, is this... This is not a doomsday trait, right? This, like... Uh, EMP blast or whatever? No, I have no it's idea. It's not what even it an is. EMP blast. I think it's just. I think it's, it's the energy. same energy as Superman's heat vision. I think he's using Thunder Wave, and his opponent's Pokemon is now paralyzed. I think that's what's yeah. happening. Right? It really is. But it, that's it is not a Doomsday no. attack. It's no. ca- it's quite similar to Superman's 
solar flare that was a recent addition to his powers in the comics. Uh, like so more recently, solar flare now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, more. It was in the New, new Fifty Two. Uh, yeah. Towards the end of it, it was basically so you're right. It was his. Uh, it was his heat vision, just like, but it just released all his energy in one one go, and it depowered yeah. him for a certain amount of time. Big old solar flare. That was like the lead up to um, last days of Superman kind yeah. of thing. He did that whole flare. And then he needed to get his powers back. I think he got shot at one point and was dying from he got a bullet. Shot? Yeah, he was dying from a bullet wound, and then he needed to get his powers put back. And he, oh, we can't talk about the comics. People don't. People don't like that. They they like us talking about comic books, but they they don't want spoilers. Spoilers. I don't know if that's so much of a spoiler. Like that story came out like what I think last year. I think. Oh, I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, it was still when I was at the store, so two years ago or something like that. So, if it's been a year, you can talk about it. That's my motto. He's like kryptonite powered New Fifty Two Superman. Such an untimely death for New Fifty Two Superman. He just wanted to do the right thing. He man. was doing the right thing. Um, you guys suck. The fans who said that New Fifty Two Superman isn't cool, you guys suck. <laughs> you really suck. That guy was a great man. You killed him. Hey, it's like they you just killed him. They, they killed Tim Drake like not too long ago, and I was like, "You guys are the worst." <laughs> just because you guys don't like something, you just kill it off. Like, what's wrong with you? I hate that. Yeah, he'll be back. Um, yeah, <laughs> he'll be. They, they'll all be back. Yeah. Um, but uh, who is it in in the second um, Superman Earth One? He fights Parasite, right? Yes. Yep. Is that is this not parasite powers? Parasite never had like a flare of anything. Didn't he like absorb energy? His absorb strength other came powers. Yeah, because I always felt like this Doomsday was like they mixed Doomsday and Parasite together. Which don't get me wrong, I think it's cool because Doomsday needs to have kind of like area of effect damages or something like. I think it's cool that he has this power in this film, but I think this is a kind of like a parasite type dealio, right? Or am I wrong? I don't remember parasite ever done that. I could be wrong. No, I don't think he ever has like a flare or anything like that. Um, Not a flare, but I think just the absorption of energy. Yeah, it definitely absorbs it. But so the yeah. Doomsday, like, well, it's kind of less absorbing, but more adaptation. But it doesn't release any of it like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all I had for this one. Um, what about you guys? I was trying to look up Parasite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember he was in Injustice 1 as like a background character. Remember that? Yeah. And they're yeah. on Striker's Island. Yeah. Roy, you play Injustice? I yeah. think you do, right? Yeah, we talked about yeah. it, I think, and I've been playing it again just since the Ninja Turtles got released to the DLC. So I'm yeah. just back in it now. They're a lot of yeah. fun. Yo. Can you, what do you do? Play as just two Ninja Turtles? Or? No, he plays all four of them, but what? you can choose who your like, main one is. Yeah, you I change their, their gear and it changes who they are. So you change the weapon, it changes which one it is. Oh, okay. It's real cool. They have different you abilities and stuff as well, which is interesting. I think one of the coolest additions that they did was the inclusion of Black Manta because the sound design of his, like, his yeah. laser vision. Yeah. Is the most pleasing thing I've ever heard in sound design. Like that. I actually really don't like low. the character of Black Manta that much, but I found um, I'm really good playing as him. So I play Yo. as him quite a lot. What, uh, for those listening, I play on PlayStation, so 
if you want to get your ass beat, <laughs> find me on PlayStation Injustice. And uh, my main character is Bane, and I love that character so much. So, yeah. The Flash is mine. I play on PlayStation as well, but I haven't played my paid my PlayStation Plus membership in a long time, so I don't play online much. But uh, yeah, mine's I became unbeatable as the Flash for a good while. Dude, Flash is dirty. Flash yeah. is he's top tier. <laughs> yeah, he's top tier for sure. Um, cool. I guess we'll go ahead and wrap it up for the um, Rory. Why don't you go ahead and plug your stuff one more time before we end out the week? Yeah, sure. Uh, my YouTube channel is Hangover Reviews. I review things to watch and do with a hangover. Movies, TV shows, and anything, really. And my podcast is called Dog Care Presents, uh, which has gone through a bit of a change at the moment. Uh, my co-host has just left, uh, so I'm doing it with some guest hosts at the moment and roping anyone I can talk into in my, my personal life into doing it. Uh, and we just talk about Usually nerdy stuff, uh, and it's sort of intended to be informative. Like we have gone through the history of all these characters uh, and talked about them. My former co-host was a big video game guy. He talked about that, but we've also done episodes on pirates, volcanoes, you know, whatever took our interest at the time. Those are the two deadly forces, pirates and volcanoes. Pirates, yep. <laughs> Need to do another episode about pirates versus volcanoes and see see who, who wins. There's no... They had Google Fights before. You can probably type that in. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Google Fights. Man, Google thinks of everything. <laughs> um, well, cool. You can find us on all social media at DCU Minutes. And uh, check us out on iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out on the show. And it helps other people find the show and get to listen in on all the cool stuff. You can find us on the Facebook group, DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. Join us on there. Talk to us. There's other guests, other listeners on there. I'm in they there. They have opinions. If you want to He's in there. Argue with me uh, about ties or whatever. I'm, I'm there. <laughs> I think that might be uh, an uphill battle that I don't think anyone can really j- bow, uh, fight you with. Um, but yeah, definitely hit us on there. If you're catching up on anything, Man of Steel Minutes or Dawn of Justice Minutes, uh, let us know what you know, uh, what you feel about those episodes, and we'll catch you guys next week here on uh, DC Cinematic Minute. Yeah.